Hello out there in podcast and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give your insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Adam, and I'm joined by my co-host Maestro. Hello. And Annie. Hi. This week we're watching 2005's Electra. Because she's in a movie, Wonder Park, I forget what it was already. She's a voice in an animated thing. Ah. This movie was directed by Rob Bowman, who also did Reign of Fire. Oh. Which we did uh, pretty recently. Check out the archives for that movie review. Also, X-Files, the movie, and a couple of the episodes. Oh, well. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. that. This movie stars Jennifer Gardner, Goran Visnik, Kristen Zien, Will Yoon Lee, and Terrence Stamp. I feel like you're making those names up. Uh, I'm trying my best to pronounce them. Ah, that's as best I, I can. Okay, Here's a synopsis, and then we'll get into the review of the film. Electra, the warrior, survives a near-death experience, becomes an assassin for hire, and tries to protect her two latest targets, a single father and his young daughter, from a group of supernatural assassins. Supernatural. <laughs> Have you seen this movie before? Surprisingly, yes. Yes. And you did not like it the first time? Nope. Annie. Multiple times. Multiple times. Ooh. All right. So, just leaving the movie, talking about it. Thoughts on the movie? What do you What do you think? Okay. Why? <laughs> why? 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 Why would they make this movie again? Wait, they had a one before it. This was a, this was a basically a sequel to Daredevil, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Okay. They obviously yeah. didn't do that well either. It Daredevil I had issues with, but you said make it again. Was there? One that they'd made no, before no. of it. She was in the Daredevil movie as okay. Electra, right? Okay. That was the uh, the whole. She showed how badass she was by cutting up a bunch of uh, sandbags to the uh, soundtrack <sighs> of uh, uh, was it "Bring Me Back to Life"? Sure, Evanescence. Sure, wake me up, wake me up, Vincent. <laughs> wow, your version is so much better. <clears throat> you should record that, right? Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> that wasn't even intentional. But, <laughs> all right. Um, you know, I, I vaguely recall that from Daredevil. I was not a fan of that, but I love Elektra. Okay. What would you like about her? I am hugely biased, though, because I just love Jennifer Garner. Like, okay. She, I think, was like, just always been my favorite. I enjoy, I enjoy favorite her actress. because she's not embarrassed of her big ears. Are you serious? That's the only reason why? Ears. Yeah, that's the thing. Apparently, that's the thing. Maybe that's why I'm attracted to you. No. Because I've never noticed her big ears. Maybe it's like a subtle subconscious thing because I think she is quite possibly one of the most. Oh, yeah. She's absolutely the most beautiful person I have ever seen. Oh, wow. And she is one of those people that's a celebrity but kind of keeps private. Okay. Doesn't broadcast her personal life. Bad, bad move marrying Ben Affleck then. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, I'm not judging. Okay. We all make mistakes. Was she the first or second Jennifer that he, that he married? I don't. Who cares? You mean, oh, you mean Geely? Yeah, he was. He was. It was Geely. I think Geely was first. I feel like we're focusing on the wrong person. Jennifer. Uh, yeah, we are. Lopez was. Yeah, first. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. I think. Okay. I don't know. I don't really know. Point is, I. I I don't think I've ever seen her in anything I don't like, and I don't know if that's because of her or if everything she does is actually that great. Ooh, but, I guarantee you it's because of her. But I <laughs> do. <laughs> Keep in mind, babe, though, the the my uh, scope of movies that I've seen in my lifetime, not all that great. Right. There's her and Natalie Portman, I think, are quite possibly my two favorite actresses ever, aside from... Mm. 
aside from Audrey Hepburn. She, okay. She's in a whole different realm. All right. But I also like the little girl in this. Okay. Uh, the young woman in this, actually. Right. She, she's not little. She's a young woman. Mm. Kristen Zine. Yeah. Zine. I liked her character a lot. She's Why? She's a little sassy. She's not necessarily... I felt like I related to her in the sense of like when I was that age, just not necessarily breaking into people's homes and stealing things, but would speak and then think. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit sarcastic, sassy. Sassy, yeah. Sassy uh, is, is, was, is what I, was, I would describe her as. I was very sassy. Um, just It was one of those things where I was raised to be a strong, outspoken mm-hmm. You know, my outspokenness was never reprimanded. It was, you know, try to tailor it, try to make sure that, you know, you keep things within context and you don't offend unnecessarily, but stand up for yourself and all that. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, took a while to develop what that means. Mm -hmm. But so at her age, I was very similar to just say what's on my mind. Here's what I think, this or that. And then if someone said something like, they're supposed to be reprimanding, like Jennifer Gardner would, she's like, just completely disregarded it and was like, so you want to have dinner? Or, you know, just, uh, please don't tell my dad. He's going to be really mad. Like, did you not just get the message with my super scary face and really stern tone? Okay. Like, no, no. So, so you like the characters, is what I'm getting. Yeah. All right. How about the, the female characters. How about the movie itself? The, the, the plot, the story. I can't separate the two. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an interesting podcast. Right? <laughs> All right, Mister. What, what, what you you don't like the movie? You hate the movie? Let's get some reasons. What, well, what did you not like about it? Well, every, for me, Jennifer Gardner's character was very like incoher- uh, non-coherent for me. Okay, because her character was initially from the beginning of the movie OCD, right? But not for the purpose for any purpose whatsoever, other than being OCD, right? I mean, why would you why would you readjust a bowl of fruit just because they're in a bowl? Because she has OCD. <laughs> okay, let's go with that. She yeah. has OCD. All right, and and the the point about it is is um, she clearly has issues, mental issues, not uh, not not making her like any worse of a person, but because of her background and her char- her character's background, saying that she has to like be perfect or something like that in the past, and she yeah, almost what, dies what, from it. What purpose does OCD serve in this movie? <sighs> I think they took the idea about OCD and an assassin too literal. Like for instance, most uh, the methodical ways. Yes, okay. being methodical and obsessive compulsive is completely two different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think they kind of blended that together to a point where it was ridiculous. Well, I think that they also kind of addressed it when uh, Jennifer Garner had no idea she was counting, and so it's almost a subconscious thing. She's like, "I'm not OCD," but it's she's not even realizing she's doing it, so it's not a conscious OCD. So maybe that's what they're saying is that the not the precious. What is it? The precocious. No, the precautious. The, no, the term for the chosen child, the treasure, the treasure. Thank you. The golden child with Eddie Murphy. Ha. The treasure. Ah. The treasure is someone who doesn't even have to think about it. These things are inherent within them, or whatever. And so maybe that OCD thing, quote unquote OCD, what they're diagnosed maybe in our world as being OCD is not actually OCD. They're not even aware they're doing it. These are these very precise things that they do inherently without even wow. being aware of it. Okay. I That's a lot deeper than I had given credit to uh, this movie. I, I think it was a failed attempt to make Jennifer Gardner's character more of a human being and less of a robot. 
It felt, it felt like she was a robot, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. At least at the beginning, for sure. Uh... She, she, she was very much, I think, uh, she, she portrayed a lot of the same things that I think people give Keanu Reeves shit for in like The Matrix. was like, you're barely a human being. No, Keanu Reeves just seems dead. Like Jennifer Gardner seemed dead in this movie. No, tonight. she seemed disconnected. There was a part where she does a joke with a girl where she's like, bah! Yells that at her. was going to say, I love that part so much! That was so against every other part of her in the entire rest of the movie. The only time I think she smiled, I'm pretty sure, was in that moment. And it was like, whoa, weird. It was weird to see her smile. Because the rest of her character yeah. was like, you don't have emotions. That's supposed to be showing us that she still has, that she has a connection with this girl. And that she was like, all right. I, I'm trying to teach her something serious. She's okay. not taking it seriously. I'm going to give her a bit of a jump scare, but also I can't wait to I'm scare the shit out of her. Good. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to enjoy scaring the shit out of her. I'm going to hurt you real good when you get excited. <laughs> and they, but yeah, it's because she is, she's, she's been through hell and back from between what we do see, which I don't yeah, quite, really, quite literally. She died. I don't agree with the fact that we saw her dad being so horrible and not seeing the love of her mom being like, like this. I feel like the fact that her mother was taken from her is supposed to be huge impact on her, right? We don't see that happen, but we see her dad being a jackass. I, like, I, it to me doesn't seem balanced. I think this movie had the same issue that the last movie had uh, that we did, the, the Kong Skull Island. Where they were relying too much on the special effects portions of it and didn't spend any time on the characters or the story part of it. Every character in this was in the same way that it was with Kong. There was no relationships grafted. The the uh, the chemistry between everybody was non-existent. The fact that Electra falls in love with this other guy made zero sense to me. The fact that the kid and the and Electra connected... It made a little bit more sense, but not much more. There was not enough personality given, and also the same with fucking Medea, with the, the the girl, the, the the main character. We're supposed to like, oh, she's supposed to be great, but there was not enough for us to grasp on. Like, oh, she's a good person. There's nothing there to make me believe that the other character could fall in love with him. There was nothing in between Electra and the dude to make it feel like they could have fallen in love. There was nothing between. Electra and even even with Stick, uh, to, to be like, oh, there's some sort of connection there. Every, everything, every connection between every person in this movie was very. The only way that we know it was there is because they basically told us there's a relationship, not from us feeling it or seeing it develop or seeing it, seeing any kind of outside connection versus the fact that they're standing next to each other. That must mean they might maybe they're together now. I don't know. I have three things. Okay. One. We're not going back to Medea. No. Okay. No, no, no. It's all okay. lecture related. Okay. One, I agree <laughs> with the uh, relationship with the dad. That made no sense to me. However, there are two relationships in here that I just feel were very natural. The one with the uh, the young woman, the little girl. The, okay. Not little girl, the, the Abby. girl. Abby. Yes, thank you, Abby. And then the one with her agent. Agent. Oh, okay. The, I her think, handler, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he's phenomenal in this movie. I love him. He was fun. Yeah, he's he's human. He's relatable. He cares, but he's also such an insertion of logic into the movie. Like, why did you bring them here? What are you doing? Like, because he's he's pointing out how everything you're doing right now is completely against your nature, and you're like, yeah, wait, why? What the fuck? What are you doing? But then also the fact that he 
is willing to die for Electro. He's like, all right, well, I know that if you are doing this, it's there's something. There's a reason. And you know what? I love you. You are my friend and you're, you're my family. You are more than just my client. And he just, but he does it all without ever saying a word. Yeah. No, I, I loved him. He was great, but I, I liked him as a character, I, but I didn't see the connection between him and Electra either. Oh, really? Oh, I just agree. When did this movie come out? Uh, 2005. Oh, maybe that's why I think I saw it in high school then. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was still very impressionable. And uh, <laughs> strong women and, you know, that, that all thing. I remember liking this movie when it came out. I remember thinking, like, why is everybody hating this? I don't get it. I watched it again. I get it now. I understand. <laughs> I, I feel like it's that thing where uh, you saw a movie that I hate and you still love it. Mm. Ace Ventura. You loved it growing up. But now you see the the things I pointed out, and I still hate it. So, what else you got, Marshall? Okay, I'm taking this from a point where I've seen it when I was a kid, and right. well, not when I was a kid, but in 2005 when it came out, right? And also now, yes. Um, my perspective of this movie did never changed. Okay, mainly because I come from a background where this stuff that they do in the movie is something that I uh, I see on a regular basis. She tattoos coming to life? No, 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 not, not the CGI part. Okay. I'm talking about the actual like the idea about like the badassery of the uh, the, the, the the martial arts. Yeah, the martial arts, the badassery, the 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 crappy wire work. Okay, the, the whole nine yards. Yeah, that was a lot of bad wire work. Yeah. Uh, I want the sheets because that shit. Those that, that no sheet wire work is when people up. jump and they're floating and they're twisting in air and doing a lot of things oh. that you're not supposed to do because the physics says no, mm-hmm. but the movie says yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're saying it's not real? Which parts? What? Yes. Which parts? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, are you talking about the wire work or are you talking about the, 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 the wire blankets? Work. Yeah. The, Wait, um, I say, while we're on the sheets, can I point out that that part of the movie, every time it's pissing me off. What is this guy's power to speak? So he has everything. He can, he can move super fast. He can suddenly make sheets float, but he can't make other things float and do that kind of thing. Like and he can also affect memory. None of that is told to us. Because he it, says, now you'll remember, but he clearly affected her memory to make her think like a Pinsar thing had. Pinsar. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, so, so I much, can't believe I just made that represent. Oh, uh, too much Pokemon for Annie. What? Pinsar? Oh, Pinsar. Oh, yeah. Had, had so how did he affect her, her memory in the movie again? So in her memory, we keep seeing this Pinsar, Pinsar creature killing her mom and leaving the room and then it yeah, suddenly yeah, it's a ninja when it's in the window yes. and then he goes now you'll remember uh-huh. and then it's him uh-huh. and it's like so he could affect her memory uh-huh. he can move like a like a I don't even know robot really on a skateboard but he moves, like, he moves like Keanu Reeves in 41 <laughs> like, 70, 40, 47 Ronin yeah he was like Keanu Reeves in 47 Ronin I've never seen that so oh. he basically just like teleports different places not and it, it's we see him move just like this streak of light. And but Lexi can, can do that too at some point. Yep, yeah, no, but we don't see him move like this streak of light. Like yeah. she just moves quickly and softly and quietly. He's moving like we see him just like. Like the flash. Ah, yeah, like the fl- Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. And then also he can make the, all of these sheets fly around everywhere. I think it was just pre set up and they actually had wire work for that stuff because I did not but, believe that from the, from the second. But so the thing is, like, all of the people in his crew, they have a specific power. I'm. I've always presumed, like, all right, the intro that they give, they they use they use evil forces to give themselves special powers that the good side doesn't do, but the good side can see into the future. 
if they they reach a certain level and focus themselves. Yeah, this is this is there's there's, there's a lot of things happening as far as powers go that do, do not get explained. Yeah, and, and maybe it's from the comics. Did you ever read any of the uh, Electra or Daredevil comics, Maestro? I never read any of the DC comics when I was growing up. Oh, it's good, good man. But the sheet scene pissed me off. Because I hate it. apparently from the, from the comics, and uh, how about the the TV series like uh, Iron Fist and yeah. uh, Daredevil, the, the Netflix what? series? Yeah, yeah, because well, well. they touch on the hand in there. The, the hand is the 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 bad organization uh, people that are like the foot in the Ninja Turtle world. They're, yeah. they're, this is the hand, not the foot, right? Uh, but in in the, in the in the cinematic TV or Netflix world, uh-huh. uh, they don't all have powers like that, do they? No. I, don't, I don't recall that they them having no, no. it. No, no, it was just uh, Johnny Fist or whatever. <laughs> um, it was based upon well, it's based upon different things. Like for instance, in the TV series, Electro was dead at one point, right? Came back to life as a different person. But, Ooh, but the part, wait, of, but part of her was inside of there still, though. Pet Cemetery. <laughs> now in the Daredevil, I think the second season. Yeah. Is that the movie, the Pet Cemetery thing? No, that's the that's just a, a call to what I might be talking about because of what she did. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. They're coming out with a movie, Pet Cemetery, by the yes, way. Yes, they are. Yeah, that looks yeah. interesting. That, that looks scary. I kind of I kind of want to watch the first one. Maybe we'll do the first one on, on the spoilers when that comes out. Oh man, is the first one any good? No. Yes, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so in in the I guess in the comic world, and uh, if Hollywood were here, you could correct us all on this. Uh, but I guess she dies and comes back to from from the dead in the comics. I, I would assume she has to, uh, and she is an assassin in the comics. That I'm I'm pretty certain of. So they're trying to tie in some of that stuff into this, uh, and the so the, so the hand is given powers by the uh, Mister Hand, the hand, <laughs> the, the whoever the hand leader is, Senor Hand, Senor Hand. My, uh, I, I would probably say uh, Sensei Hand in the, in this world. Okay, sure. Let's go. Mizya. Uh, because Mizya it, by uh, by Roshi, uh, the Kari Hiroyuku Hiroyuki Tagawa, who plays the, the dad, basically. Okay. Uh, it, it seems to me that the dad is the one that gives these guys the powers, maybe, and then sends them out to go do their bidding. It's not gives them the power. He trains them just like Batman. Okay. Wait, That's but the, the dad of the dude yeah. that was leading the group. He seemed to not like it, and the whole council thought that the, they were all an abomination. He did not seem to be a fan of his son or his his homies and their powers, and they didn't seem to approve of the way that they were using the forces that they had. Yeah. So I don't think he would be giving them those powers. But then at the whole the, the final showdown between Electra and this guy, it was like, a, hey, uh, we'll fight one-on-one, but I, I won't use my friends and you won't use your dad. No, your dad's guys. Like, so you're not gonna bring all of your dad's dudes that he has at his. Oh, so that's I'm not gonna bring my okay. guys from the the guys in the white stuff, and okay. you don't bring your dad's dudes all dressed in black. Okay, you know, I, I misunderstood that line as uh, I'll do it without help from my friends, and you do it without help without help from your father. I have a question. Yeah, the um, the treasure's supposed to come once per generation. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a girl without a mother. So it's like once Electra and that chick okay. who can has the kiss of death seem to be about the same age. I thought Electra was supposed to be the treasure, but then she's like, I was the treasure and I don't like being replaced. And that's always confused me because is there more than one treasure per generation or what okay. is that? The, the, the way I perceive that to be is these people were thought to be the treasure until the treasure showed herself because the treasure is somebody that masters these abilities m- much easier without as much training as anybody else. So this 
Kiss of Death girl comes in and she's doing well. Like, oh, she's doing really great with this training. Maybe she's a treasure. Then Electra comes in. Oh, she's doing better than that girl. Maybe she's a treasure. And then the actual treasures are like, oh, both of them suck. She's, <laughs> this girl's a treasure now. Well, they said the treasure comes once per generation. Okay. I so that would mean Electra could still have been the treasure and this young girl's still the treasure. I find it really it hard. It's once dude. per generation. So each side's supposed to get one per generation. I, I found it hard to pay attention to this movie. It's all about balance in this movie. The hand and, and the fist, basically. The only difference is no fist here. Right. Yeah. Um, in this story, basically, each martial arts is not just pertaining to like taekwondo or kung fu or anything like that. Each style has its own special ability for its training. One, of the, it, this is very similar to like the the stories and his stories about like uh, ninjas and assassins and having each individual clan having own specific ability that they were training. Like one clan is dealt with poison only. One deals with uh, uh, complete obscure like way of misdirection and stuff like that. There's this. There's comics like countless comics that talk about this in Chinese and Japanese culture. Um, this sounds a lot to me like the Airbender world. Mm. Different factions doing different things. One treasure coming up, so the one Arrowhead guy. Arrowhead? Yeah. That's what we call him Arrowhead, yeah. Arrowhead. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Springwater, right? No, yeah. the, the the last Airbender guy. Yeah, what about him? The, with the arrow on his head. He's an Airbender. Yeah. Yeah. But what? he was supposed to be like he's supposed to be the treasure of the Airbender world. No, he's not. No? No, he's the treasure of the world in general. Oh, okay. So, in, so if if we were translating the Last Airbender, the uh-huh. fantastic M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh-huh, uh-huh. to this uh, also fantastic Electra movie, uh, we have the the different clans are the different the fire or the earth or the water or heart, and wow. the, and, their, and their powers combine. <laughs> There's a Captain Planet <laughs> or a Captain Electra. Yes, yes, Captain, Captain Electra. Electra. Oh man, with a weird suit. Red suit. Yes. You know, surprisingly enough, Captain America, Captain Planet had a red suit. Yeah, there was red parts of it. That's all. No, the rest of it was his skin, supposedly. Oh, is that Captain true? Planet's yeah. skin was blue, right? Yeah, but... It, yeah, but, he had a red but, suit. But he had green as well on there, I'm pretty hair. sure. Green hair. Oh, uh, I gotta look up oh, a picture of this guy. I don't know. Green Check out blue. Don Cheadle. No. <laughs> <laughs> tree. <laughs> tree. Tree, 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 tree. <laughs> You'll see. I'll, I'll explain later on. All right. Anyways. I got like a solid 65% of that conversation, so I'm feeling good about myself. Fair enough. So, Look at that! Mm-hmm. Let me Told see. you. Let me see. He barely has any clothes under all. Then crazy. It, it was the eighties. He's, he's he's basically he's got like a bra, underwear, gloves, and shoes. And well, when you yeah. describe things, in all right, I'm trying to get a good picture. Give me a well, second here. Back at that time, crop tops and like uh, basketball shorts weren't exactly what you want because they're big. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, I was watching a documentary earlier. Mm-hmm. Walking a documentary. I was actually watching it and walking it. Oh yeah, yeah. Red suit. Okay. Yeah, no red suit. He's got look. You would not see all that. Muscle tone man, straight because he's the earth. The earth shouldn't be covered in cotton fabrics and the fabric and of fruit of the loom and <laughs> oh my god, spandex. There we go, spandex and stuff. You should be covered in natural things like you, skin. I never you, thought about this outfit. Uh, Could you imagine if that mo- if that was actually made out of cotton? And how like flimsy it would be over time? Good God, <laughs> it wouldn't man. stretch at all. It was just like floop. There it is. Oh, I can't move. No, it would stretch. It would never go back though. It just oh like, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Those shorts would not hide anything. Those ain't shorts, homie. Oh. I don't know why I just said homie. I think it just came out there. Yeah, I think yeah. I said I used homie too many times early in the mm. lot, and, and now it's just, just got easy. Yeah. yeah. What'd you call me? 
All right. Nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So what else? Uh, so so the, these clans are specializing in the in the poison arts, yeah, like, the tattoo arts. Oh, yes. There's this one thing, if you want to look it up, it's called Basilisk. Basically, it talks about the same idea. Can you spell it? Uh, exactly. There's only one way to spell it. Basilisk. Basilisk. I get it. Oh, I heard a K in there. I was like. Uh, it's at the end. Yeah. No. Ding. Whoop. Success. Did uh, I miss something finished downloading? It's a, in European <laughs> bestiaries and legends. A basilisk is a legend of reptile, a legendary reptile, reputed to be a serpent king, which was a hybrid from a rooster and a serpent who can cause death with a single glance. Mm-hmm. Rooster. There, there's a comic with That's that. Interesting. Yeah. There's a comic with, of that s- similar name that talks about like a warring, uh, two warring clans or three warring clans from uh, uh, the Edo period in Japan that talk that uh, go, fight each other for like. The shogun's uh, favor, and it gets pretty crazy. All right, and this that this these people that come after uh, Jessica Gardner, Jennifer Gardner, Jennifer Gardner, Jennifer Gardner's character, and the treasure of the generation is uh, something very similar to that. They each have their own special abilities similar to that. Like the lady that used to be the supposed generation uh, treasure, yeah, they could like use poison to kill. They did that same same similar thing in multiple comics beforehand about the same idea. Okay. I also have a question. Okay, I think she's my biggest issue with this movie because she can float and kiss people. No, because she basically made out with Jennifer Garner, and then who was fine? Like she was still alive, like mm-hmm. blinking and like mm-hmm. breathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet she barely had to do anything to the little girl, and she's dead. Because and she could blow a kiss at the old man who's a part of the council, and he dies. Mm-hmm. Wait, which one's part of the council again? Which which actor again? That's part of the council. I don't remember the name. Uh, they played Stick. Stick, the, the old oh. man with the white white hair. Ter- oh no, I'm thinking, no, no, no. So no, when no, no. she, when the the dude in white uh-huh. comes in, is talking to his dad. Oh, oh, okay. And like he's like, "You do this, and you'll be prove yourself worthy to lead the council, and I'll step yeah. down." And then they're walking out. She stays in the room for a moment, makes eye contact with the guy like closest on the yeah. the left over there, and mm-hmm. she's like. And like blows a kiss at him, and he starts like dying. Mm-hmm. All she does is blow a kiss, but yet she can make out with Jennifer Gardner. She doesn't even come close to dying. Like she's she's gonna be, you're gonna be fine. You're still blinking and breathing. And then the girl who's also supposedly the treasure. So Jennifer Gardner for making her the treasure. This girl's the treasure. You should maybe have some special power that's making you immune to this. I think Jennifer Gardner. But the fact she that dies. She, the fact that Jennifer Gardner had already died once before maybe makes her more immune to death. No, no, no. She's I, got the white blood cells to fight no, off the death. No, I got the I got the answer right here. Okay, okay. All right. let's okay. do it. The okay, the 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 the, the, the definition for in this movie about the treasure basically is a woman or a person or a kid that has they can flawlessly uh, copy and create and do stuff without. Extensive training, right? Right. It's like easily able to fund whatever he wants to do, no problem, right? Right. Okay. So um, the purpose behind this is uh, the style or martial arts that Electra knows is called Kimagure. I guess what's called in the comic, at least. Okay. Who knows what that really means? No idea. Yeah. Anyways, the the build that specific martial arts discipline has the ability to have precognition and uh, bring people back from the dead. Okay, so both things that she accomplishes in this movie. Yes, multiple times. One once, the other multiple yeah. times. One stick does to her, and then one she does to the treasure. Okay. And that's the reason why no one else can do that except for her and her clansmen. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
But why does that prevent her or the young woman who's never been trained in this yet? Okay, why does that prevent her but from not dying? Not dying at all. Like she, mm-hmm. she didn't see it coming A. Sorry. She didn't see it coming A. B, she didn't die from it. She didn't even come close to dying from it. She was fine. She was breathing. She was blinking. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even like unconscious. Mm-hmm. Yet... She's able to come back. The woman blew a kiss at the dude, Mm -hmm. and he's dead. And he's supposedly some high level guy. Mm -hmm. It's got nothing to do with the trainings of her, her clansmen. And then the supposed movie doesn't make sense. That's why. Okay, I didn't have any of these issues until you guys made me break down a movie I've always liked. Chris is the worst. High five. Okay, so here's the specs on it. (laughs) Here's the specs on this part at least. Everyone that died came from a kiss. Okay, from a blowing of a kiss, right? No, Electra, she made out with the but other she didn't one. Die. So the other one, she was like holding her, and pretty sure she kissed her like on the face. On I the face, when she died. Recall. I thought no, no. For she the, died for the girl, the treasure, treasure. She blew the kiss. Did she? Yes. She didn't kiss her. Well, then why would she not just do that to Electra? She's the biggest threat. Probably because she didn't want to kill her and just want to put her away for a while. Why would you want to Because would just grab the kiss out of the air and put it in her pocket for later. <laughs> that's what people do when you blow them kisses that you don't want. Yeah. Like, well, no. Nope. Pop, pop, well, that's okay. what you say for later when you have a really bad day. You pull a kiss out of your wallet. You or know. she's being protected by the Klansmen. And that if she does that, then they'll come after her. Because the movie would end too fast, and it 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 just doesn't make sense. Yeah, most of this movie does not make sense. Yeah, they're they're rushing through too many things in this to without explaining anything. Right. Yeah, I know. The uh, the so she spends one dinner with a a guy and his kid, and then is ordered to kill them. And like, no, I can't kill them because we had dinner together. Then you're a horrible assassin. Uh, if if some if a, a single dinner in which th- there was basically no chemistry between you happening stops that from happening, you suck. So I don't think it was the guy. I think it was the daughter. No, it was the two. He had, he had to kill them both. No, 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 I'm saying it was the daughter that she didn't want to kill. Okay, fine. Zoom past that because no, no, none of it matters. None of this matters. Yeah, but I agree with that. Though. Well, well, let's just say it this. I one. hate that you make me. Over the only people that died had a specific way that they died was being their ki- blown to a kiss. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. but when Electra was kissed directly on the mouth, she came back because it was probably a form of paralysis. Not the exact same thing. Because, not sure. just because um, she's the, that lady that does the crazy killing of poison and stuff like that. That usually, usually, that's usually a martial arts doesn't have just one way of doing it, at least in the comics and stuff I've seen. So, she probably has a multiple um, ways of doing certain things, mm-hmm. different poisons that she uses. Like for instance, the the one where you touch, or the or skin contact, maybe it's not completely lethal, or maybe the way she blo- the stuff to use to blow the kiss on people that causes the death. Who knows? All right, so like, like like the Green Arrow, he's got a bunch yeah. of stuff in his yeah. Uh, a repertoire. Yeah, this 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 arrow is gonna be a bomb. This one's gonna be a wire. This one's gonna be a, like a, yeah. a a net. Exactly. That actually answers a few questions I've always had, right, which yeah. was basically, um, how does she have romantic relationships? That's got to suck, not being able to kiss anyone that you care about. And mm-hmm. how do you have a sex life if, like, what if you give someone a blowjob? Right. In, uh, Sorry not to get graphic, but, like, no. how would you be able to do that without killing them if your lips are deadly? Yeah. 
That would suck. And yeah. well, but if, DC, if you're basically DC, just going to demobilize them, like DC's answer yeah. is, we can do whatever we want. No, but if you're Marvel, not setting Marvel's China. answer, like Rogue, she's screwed. She can't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. That. Oh, right. That because that makes sense, and this does not because it's, it's like, DC. Yeah. In this case, the purpose behind it is, let's say, um, just like you know how Poison Ivy did it. Yeah. She, and they used like plastic lips on her and stuff like that, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's purposely how they're set up for this character. Um, she has the ability to kill people on contact or paralyze them on contact because that's the way her techniques work or something like that. But is it only if she wants to? Can she do it? All right, hold on. And not? We're spending way too much time on this character. There's, there's, but, there's many more things in this movie to go over. I know that's true, but I want to get this one yes. part in. Yes. All right. Thank you. Okay. She can do whatever she wants to as long as she, she wraps her tools. Fantastic. So Thank I don't. Nope. Oh, no. Wait, right. wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, for God's sake. I don't know very much about Poison Ivy, so can we put that on my list of movies, or is that a thing? Oh, my like, God. I've never, right. I don't, okay. I know that she's a character. I know that the people dress up for, for Comic-Con, she's got red hair and wears, like, Ivy We'll We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll write it down or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to ask you to put on the Someone's- list of... Someone's gonna watch Batman again. No, is it a movie or yeah. what well, is it? It, it? She's a character. In, in, what do in I movie. write down for what I need to see? Write down Poison Ivy for now. I'm gonna lose this post it. All right, so the tattoo guy. Yes, he his his powers is to make things come out of himself and out of walls, uh-huh. which apparently aren't actually there. Yeah, they're no. they're fake. No, I mean, they're not technically illusions, but they still give you the ability to just, like see things and do stuff. Right? Because Electra's like, I've seen this shit before, and she just walks right through it and kills the guy. Yeah. So the snakes weren't affecting her at all. No. No, they were grabbing her, and she was having a hard time. But so. Oh, it's like she destroyed it right over. So the raven thing, where it came out of the wall, yeah. He sent that raven. It was following, and it was like blending into places. So it went into that wall and made because it can become paint and made itself that paint. Right. My issue is when he had the snakes coming out, and there was like. They're every fucking where, but when he had the wolves come out, there was two. Like, why wouldn't you just send out a million fucking wolves? Because they're based upon his tattoos. So, but he didn't have a million fucking snakes on his back. It's it's easy to make snakes seem like it's an infinite, oh. just wrapping around things. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense then. Because I was like, why wouldn't you just have a bunch of fucking wolves come out of you? Because they're they're intricately more harder to put on the tattoo, I guess. Oh, also because this movie doesn't make sense. There's, there's this. There's, you can't keep using that reason, Adam. I'm afraid it explains everything. There's this, um, ty- there's this type of like. Uh, Don't be afraid. There's this type of a uh, belief system in the past that called omeologies that would use talismans written on paper that would get sent in theory would send out uh, spirits to help them. Right. Okay. Um, basically, in some most a lot of cartoons I've seen, they would actually take physical form and they would be in the sense of like foxes and beasts of some sort in general. Okay. And I think that that's just similar to what they're trying to do here. But unfortunately, they're using just the tattoos are on the guy's body, so he's he's just basically a giant talisman. I can see why you strongly dislike. I would go so far as to say hate this movie uh-huh. because you have an, you seem to have a very in depth knowledge of the culture that they are attempting to portray uh-huh. and yeah getting wrong yeah i have zero knowledge of any of it so to mm. me i was like this is a great movie ah. but if i knew and i was i knew going into this I was like dude if i had a comic book background i could see why people would hate this but you have so much more than just the comic book background you've got the the knowledge of what they're attempting to, to portray from coming from very real beliefs and rituals and mm. And See, I have neither, and I still hate, hate and, <laughs> But, no, so I'm, what I'm saying is, 
Maestros. Eh? Maestros. Um, hatred is completely founded. Like, he's got so much knowledge of what it's attempting to portray that... I don't think mine's they, founded as well. No, no. I disagree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, I, be, you know, if you look around the room, there's two of us that hated the movie, one that liked it. Maybe your likeness of it is unfounded. All right. Well, you like Ace Ventura. And oh. I, would, I would not be defending it like, I'm def- like, like you're defending this movie. <laughs> Doesn't does someone have to... You know, keep the conversation going. Yeah, right. On the other side, all right. As Cowboy would say, they have a lot of get over here, right? And I like this a lot more until we started breaking it down, and now it's making me angry. Well, yeah, I know. It's upsetting me. So let's so let's move this a little bit long, along then. Yep. Okay, because yeah, we've sorry. already we've gotten through uh, two of the characters that we do and do not like. Mm-hmm. We've gotten through. Well, actually, three if you count the guy that the, the, uh, Miss Miss Mister uh, Agent Man. No, Mr. Flo. Uh, housekeeper. The... Sure, right now. Yeah, he flows okay. the linens. Yeah. So the premise of the story. The ends... main bad guy that makes the sheets fly. Oh, I hate yeah. him. Okay. The, the premise of the story is basically that Letra comes to terms with who she is and what she's done. That's basically the whole movie, right? I guess. No, I think it's she comes to terms with um, who she's supposed to it's be. It's a journey to find herself. Yeah. I don't think she's come to terms with what she's done, dude. Nothing in this movie addresses all the gnarly shit she's done she's been murdering people for like what 20 years now 15 years now but she's come to terms with it well that they, i don't think it addresses that i think it addresses more of the issues she had as a child so it mm. goes through the the whole her mom finding her mom dead in the bed and dealing with her dad being a mm. giant jackass mm-hmm. that she gets closure on but i don't think it addresses her other shit mm-hmm. other than you needed to figure this out on your own Go murder people for a living and then come back. And I knew you wouldn't murder this child because your I knew your heart was pure. God damn it! I liked this movie until this. Why did I have to participate? Oh, that's fine. Well, if you wonder about this, then you realize exactly why Adam is so angry with me all the time. <laughs> well, I know I got that before. He was very vocal about it. Mm-hmm. All right, there's, there's another guy. The uh, there's the big guy that had impenetrable skin. Yeah, that. Was eventually taken down by a tree. Yeah. So he, he survives. The tree he knocked down. He, he's, yeah. He, he, start, he starts off, we see him because he survives a shotgun blast yeah. and he's just wiping off the pellets off of his yeah. skin. Then mm-hmm. a tree falls on him and he explodes into uh, green, green dust. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the yellow handedness, whatever created them. I wonder if when he knocked the tree down, the force that he hit it with sent his own strength up in through it so when it came down he was hit with his own force not necessarily because he uses clone club to throw it at a person oh i just made that up off yeah. of my head okay. i really have no idea all right i just yeah. wanted adam to be wrong it was, it, was, it was weird that as soon as one of these hand guys dies they they poof into a they're not real kind of thing right yeah Another thing, like fine, who cares? You're, you're, you're forcing a movie here that doesn't need to be. <laughs> you're forcing a self-explosion cyanide pill. That's how we all know that they're from the hand, and we know that she knows, mm. kind of a thing. Holy and it's shit. because they're supposed to be getting their powers from some evil force. What's, what's wrong? What's wrong, Adam? I just realized the, the guy that played that guy was—that's Bob Sapp. Yeah, who's that? He's a huge MMA guy. Yeah, like literally huge, and also huge as in popularity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get a picture or, on your screen. I'm gonna come around. Oh, you seen him in the movie? <laughs> he was blue, wasn't he? No, he was no, no he was, was black dude. He's oh. he's wore like sworn like a dark grape gunmetal clothing. That's probably what you got the blue from. Why do I remember him being blue? Yeah, you're way off the mic there again. <laughs> Hear what you're saying. Why do I remember him being blue? Uh, I think you're thinking about the genie. 
Oh. No, that's Will Smith. Well, yeah, it's Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't seen that. Oh, my God. The new one. I've seen the memes. You showed me. So bad. <laughs> Have you seen it? So I've seen the previews. I've seen the trailers. I've seen Will Smith's portrayal, and it's. Upsetting. I haven't seen any of that other than the memes that you, you and your daughter have shown me. Okay. So there's here's the background behind that guy's character. Well, it's not. I don't know if it's where they actually got the information from, but the idea behind his abilities are based upon like actual, real things. Actually, this one. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Because his character is basically like an impenetrable skin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just super strong because that's the way he is, right? Yes. He was actually one of Stick's partners and helped to save Daredevil and Electro in the comic books after Kirigi and the Hand attacked them. Yeah. Wait. It's not the part of the movie. The tree? Yeah. He, they, they take a lot of uh, liberties in this movie. Yeah. Okay, so they, they took some that used to be on Daredevil yeah. and Electro's mm-hmm, side mm-hmm, and made them again? Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. So this character is based upon two theories, scientific and of Chinese background. Um, it's, the scientific one is Wolf's Law, basically is um, strengthening of the bones by small mini- miniature fractures over time. But this is based upon the actual skin itself, which is called uh, stone vest, stone, stone fist, stone hands, iron right. palm, that kind of a thing. Okay. And basically they, they train their parts of their bodies to become impenetrable through metal and stuff like that. And it's shown in a lot of like um theatrical ways in and and in places where people do for popularity uh tourist attractions and they even do it in like historical documentaries so it's something that's actually practiced even to this day this is something that may have shown up in like uh oh my goodness what was his name for the circus barnum and bailey barnum and bailey's type of a thing iron stomach is that what it was? Wait, there was you, someone you who would eat like anything. That was my no, nickname I think, in high school. No, it was like a cannon or something. Would be <laughs> not in the movie movie, oh, but yeah, like yeah. in like what you would hear about Barnum's and Bailey's. Yeah, like yeah. The, yeah. the man could be shot in the stomach with a cannon and, yeah. and be fine yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the same idea, except for the fact that it would eventually immediately kill them over time from gastric bypass, like after gastric issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I meant like, is that maybe what yeah, that, so that was on Simpsons based also based off of kind of a thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly okay. what it is. It's just through training you 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 put your make your skin so thick that you can't be cut basically, and that's the idea behind it that they put into that movie that started getting weird after a while because they just took and run ran with it. Yeah, my guess is that they just the the thing just crushed him, and that was it because yeah. they, he's probably trained it from like exact like minute pressure cuts and stuff like that. But you can't be, but you to be squashed by that much weight. Yeah. It makes more sense to be yeah. That's fine. But the dust part was surprising for me. I was like, "What? Why?" Yeah. My theory was just that the the whole intro with them coming with evil powers and they they use that to infuse into themselves. So I was like, "Oh, okay. So this is them dying because we never really saw anyone on the other side die. So we don't know if they evaporated into white powder and no. had the good forces or whatnot." Yeah. <laughs> also, hey, 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 I never broke this movie down, and I hate that now. I'm no. not liking this movie. All right, let's, <laughs> talk, let's, let's talk about uh, the, the the final fight scene then between uh, Elektra and this and the the bedsheet man. <sighs> yes, I like that name better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good name. He's a good he's he's a good martial artist though. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Also, I could totally see him playing a good guy. He's got a face that could go either way. Like, I feel like if he did the expression, he does a really good bad guys expression. But I could also see him totally playing. The protagonist in something with mm-hmm. the facial structure that he has, like you know, some people like Jude mm. Law. Jude Law was f- 
weird for me seeing him as you know, not a, not the bad guy. You know where else you've seen this guy? The guy that played the bedsheet man? No. Uh, Altered Carbon. You're going to have to give me more context. It's a, it's a TV show. It was on, or it was a series that was on uh, Amazon Prime, actually. If you're going to go check out Amazon Prime, go to our website first. Click on the banner on our webpage. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. If you're going to watch all the things on there. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's a it's a story about a guy who they they take their essence out. Maybe maybe I didn't show it to you. But I was I, I was talking you, to Hollywood about it. I know you said it, but I don't. There, there's like it. a disc that controls your memory, or it's like you, you're backed up on this like disc, and you put it inside your spine, and then you can take over a different body from from body to body and body nope, to body. Definitely. Oh, okay. Woo! It's a great show. I, I love that, that show. Yes, write that yeah. one down. There's a character on that show that's uh he's he's basically he's the voice of a hotel and he's Edgar Allan Poe and it was oh my god he's the voice of a hotel yeah so ho- he put his consciousness into a building no he's the AI of a hotel oh okay so he he manifests as the hotel like what can I get for you but he's Edgar Allan Poe it's amazing oh it's a fun movie or it's a show it's a show oh it's a show yes oh, how good. many seasons uh just one or two I think okay good that's out right now so I don't think I can that's invest myself into something you'll get frustrated when I don't finish it yeah. this guy was also in Rampage and San Andreas. Which I'm Ooh, sure. I want to see San Andreas. I'm adding that to the list. That's a, that, was, that was an okay <laughs> one. That was fun. I want to see it. Okay. We yeah. live in California, Southern California. I want to see that movie. Yeah. Only two I want to know what the rest it. of the country now believes to be true about California. All right. Well, so so the, the final scene. With Captain Bedsheets? Yeah. With, with, yeah. With Captain, <laughs> Captain Bedsheets, yes. Captain Bedsheets. Uh, he's basically, he's, uh, he's sliding around and... Uh, Electra still just stabs him. Yeah, that's basically how he dies. Yeah, it seemed it, it seemed like a cop out. He's like, "Oh, you can't find me," and then precognition. Wait, no, but they were not with the bed sheets and everything happening. She, the girl, came in, distracted him. He caught her. She threw her up on the yeah, staircase. No, we're talking, about the, we're talking well. about the final scene. Yeah. Like, this is out in the woods. Okay, now. yeah. So no, that part I actually didn't have much of an issue with because he's getting cocky. He's like, "You're down." You ain't gonna do shit. I'm gonna do my. This happens in every movie where the villain gives his little speech and then goes in for the the final blow. So he takes his little steps back and then goes in to do his like, and she knows what he's about to do. So she just puts her knife up. Like that happens in like every movie. The the background behind this one is the two things that she didn't learn with from Stick before she left was precognition and the resurrection. But she was doing precog before. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. When, when, the, when the guys first come in to try to kill the uh, the, girl, yeah. the treasure and the dad, uh-huh. she precogs the thing uh-huh. and comes back and like, oh, I died that way. Let's not do it that way. Uh-huh. And then she, she gets him out she, of it. She learns it over time. Okay. Yeah. Through the movie, that's how she learns it. That's why she becomes better at the end. Yeah. yeah and, I feel yeah. like she was doing that from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we also I made her a good assassin. I think by the time she met... Met the daughter and the dad. It seemed like she had that ish down. It seemed like it to me as well. The the one thing she didn't know how to do was the, the bring you back to life thing. But Which was the issue I had was that if you have this ability, why not use it all the time? Because she has to take a moment to pause to like close her eyes and get in the zone and then she can see it. So she needs at least, it seemed like like five to ten seconds minimum. So while, while he was monologuing, that's when she did that. <laughs> Maybe, or he just, that's what every villain does in every movie, and they gave us just the cliche 
I'm going to monologue you, and then I'm going to come at you, and you're going to do the whole from the ground, stab me in the stomach thing. Like, that happens in so many movies. All right. You can't fault them for that one. That's just a Hollywood thing. You're right. Not you, Matt Hollywood, but, like, Hollywood, like, the the city thing. Oh, damn it. Can you cut that part out? You you can edit this. This one's not live. We, We don't edit anymore, do we? I usually don't, but Can I have you just my work cut out for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you I was in a okay. loopy Annie mode. All right, I, I'm I'm done with this. <laughs> you got anything else to say about the movie? Uh, tried and failed. Yeah. yeah final thoughts. Final thoughts of the movie. Yeah. I want to know where the young woman is now. Which like, one? Like the actual real woman, the 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 child actor. Google. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I, was, she's, I don't she's know. Been her in name. a lot of like. What it seems to me like it's B movies where she's like uh, just kind of I'm always interested bit in parts here. She was in uh, Kyle, Kyle XY, The Lion Game, Super Psycho Sweet, whatever. I mostly just want to see a picture of her, I guess, now. Okay. I'm thinking about I'll, it. I'll show yeah. you one. All right. So, final thoughts, Maestro? Like, like I said, the movie tried and failed. I mean, like it took too many liberties and messed up everything. Okay. All right. Well... That was our opinion of the movie, but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. You want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews? Either. You pick. I'll go with the bad reviews first, because I want to see what people think about one if it's a good one. All right. I'm just really curious now. Paul Burns from Sydney Morning Herald. If the film isn't as bad as some others, if the film isn't as bad as some others in the, in the comics to g- cinema genre, uh, Holly Berry's Catwoman was rather low on that bar. Holly Berry's? Yeah. That's not to say it's good. So you say it's not as bad as as Catwoman, but uh, it's th- that doesn't mean it's a good movie. That's I don't know Catwoman, but I do recall hearing stories that she showed up in the studio, like in the suit, just to get the piece apart. Anyways, I'll tell you after. Sorry, okay. Joe Morgenstern from Wall Street Journal. The movie's dominant visual tone is bronzed grunge, and its emotional tone is depressive. I agree with that. Keith Phillips from the AV Club. Electra shows Frank Miller's eponymous cold-blooded assassin into a PG-13 friendly adventure. Eponymous? Eponymous. Hip-hip-hip-eponymous? Hip-hip-hip-eponymous? Can you Googleize that word? I want to look up the definition later. Googleize? It's giving their name to something. Oh, okay. Named after a particular person. Eponymous. Eponymous. Can you read it again now? Now that I know the definition. Electra shoves Frank Miller's eponymous cold-blooded assassin into a PG-13 friendly adventure. Okay. Uh, Now the good reviews. Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader. This doesn't exactly set the world on fire, but I was charmed by its old-fashioned storytelling, which is refreshingly free of archness, self-consciousness. Arkness? Yeah. Self-consciousness or Kill Bill-style wisecracks. So it didn't have the wisecracks, it didn't have the arcs, it didn't have the what in the middle? What was it? Like? Self-consciousness. So it didn't know what it was doing. Yeah. It wasn't being <laughs> self-judgmental. Yeah. It had, it had no thoughts about itself. Uh, Christy Lemire from Associated Press. Everything comes back to Gardner. Though, and even when the movie takes itself too seriously, thankfully, she never does. Oh, that's a good review? That's a good review. Wow. That harsh. That's harsh. It doesn't seem good. Uh, Bob Townsend from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. True to form, Garner creates a strapping action character with as many foibles as muscles. Fwibbles? Foibles? Foibles. 
What's that thing from um, Adventure Time? Yeah. Uh, uh, Grables. Grables. That's what it is. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game that everyone loves. This is the part of the show where I make the crew guess the score of a movie based on its Rotten Tomato score. For those unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. Before you ask us which ones we want to do first, can we agree you'll guess critics first and I'll guess audience first? Sure. All right. Just because right. I know I'm going to be, I'm not going to get any of them right, so I'm going to go with the audience one, which I think I might have a better chance at. All right. What do you guess for the audience? Okay. Audience, I'm going to guess 65. 65 for the audience. Okay, measure up. 40. 40. My guess was 30% for the audience. Ooh, well done. Sarah. I don't like that smile on your face. The actual percentage for the audience was 29%. Damn it, because all those comic book people go almost, on there to, to rate things, and the people like me don't. I've never the, heard of it until you. All right, now the tomato meter. What do the critics think? Oh, this is one that everyone's supposed to like. You know, bow to for, this, for critics. Mm-hmm. Considering also the good reviews and the bad reviews are similar, I'm going for actually 9%. Nine percent. All right. I think I'll go with thirty percent. My guess would have been twenty-five. Now uh, I didn't tell you this because that would be leaning or showing my hand too far. It took me a lot longer to find the good reviews than to find bad reviews. There was a lot. That's more. something Hollywood would have told you. No, no, he would not. Something he would have told me. The actual tomato meter was ten percent. God damn! Well done, sir. Nice. Oh. I was off by 1% of the audience. You were off by 1% of the tomato meter. Yeah. Well done. We're yeah, professionals. Yeah. Well, do you think we'll actually be critics eventually? Stop it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't appreciate Justin bobbing along and agreeing with you. For those of you that aren't here in the studio watching this, uh, I have a bobblehead of Justin Timberlake from NSYNC. Not Bieber. And it's just all of you a know. sudden just uh, out of Shame nowhere, out. just nodding. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. We've noticed that Paul Giamatti has slowly been in a lot of the movies we've been doing, and since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role will Paul Giamatti have played in this movie? Well, he could... No. Uh, Ooh, the agent. The agent? Yeah, her agent. Okay, the, the handler guy? Yeah. McCabe. He no. called her... He called himself her agent. He said, okay. I'm your agent. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So that that's that's why I refer to him. All right. I'm not sure what you think. Paul Giamatti. It's really tough, man. I mean, because like every other character is like so cartoony. I mean, even Stick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, even, yeah. You know, honestly, to tell you the truth, I would like to see Giamatti play a blind man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have him as Stick. Okay. That's already in, yeah. really entertaining. In right? Brain, just picturing that. Yeah. I would like him as a dad. Oh, no. The dad of a girl. I don't think the dad's character can be saved. I I don't enjoy anything about the dad's character other than he he's like seems again, daughter, again like, you can do it. Blah, no, blah, blah, no 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 no. Oh, the dad no. of the treasure. The treasure's dad. Oh, no, yeah, no, that's what I'm talking the, about. The love interest. Yeah, but that comes back. T- no, there's nothing from get the get go that really subs gives. Like, he doesn't have any lines that Giamatti would have done really well. He doesn't have like there's nothing about him that's it would have made the movie more enjoyable for me. <laughs> that's just because you see his face more. Uh, yeah, basically. Do you think Giamatti on set would be like, now, 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 we need to do it this way. This dad, this, now this character's awful. Let no, me do no, this I don't, think, I don't think Giamatti says not anything. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like, if you the, see, if you the, seen the way movies, it's done. Yeah, if you've seen the way, the, some of his movies, it's like, wow, that's that's the way he's doing it? Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's what makes Giamatti Giamatti. 
He, d- he, he doesn't have a type. He can do whatever he no, wants. No, no, no. I'm saying like the, the I, I dad's character is awful. There's nothing about him that's substantive. Do you yeah, think okay. he would have brought something You have not genuinely? seen Lady in the Water then. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. It was an awful movie. He was an awful character, but he nailed it still. <laughs> so do I need to add that to my list? Uh, yes, I will not be watching that with you though. Oh, yes, you will. No. Yes, you will. All right, trivia. This is the part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or information you may not know about the movie. This is the reason why I showed up today so I could hear this trivia. All right. Jennifer Gardner reportedly told a journalist that she felt this movie was terrible. Oh. And that she only filmed it because of a contractual obligations from Daredevil. <laughs> uh-huh. Even Jennifer Gardner hated it. Uh, <laughs> see, I told you I love her. While filming the Psy slash sword fight, Jennifer Gardner accidentally got her knuckles sliced by Will Yun Lee. That was the uh, Captain Bedsheets. Yes. Uh, she got her knuckles patched up, and when she and Lee resumed, he subsequently sliced her again in the exact same spot. Nice. Oh, what? <laughs> I mean, at least they're using they're real swords, I guess. <laughs> it's not they're getting re- they're not using real swords, but they have to use something that they're not fake enough. I think. No, I mean you you you, slot, you move like metal quick enough; it'll slice anything. Yeah, that's true. I'm saying there has to be some sort of a weight balance for you to actually do, or you can't like use foam. Uh, ben Affleck filmed a cameo reprising his Daredevil role as Matt Murdock, but he was cut from the final film. Why That's then? fine. I don't know. More bad decision making. Maybe it's just his face. Ooh. Although the comic strip Elektra usually wears a pair of large gold hoop earrings as part of her costume, Jennifer Gardner did not wear them in this movie. A pair of earrings were provided as part of Jennifer's costume, but she was unable to wear them as they were for pierced ears. She did not have her ears pierced at the time. Yep, yeah, bitch. Sorry, I don't know my ears pierced either. That, to me, is a lack of commitment to the role. <laughs> also, what kind of fighting character wears hooped earrings? My mother literally got her ears sliced open by wearing <laughs> itty-bitty tiny hooped earrings. Okay. You don't wear this, that shit if you're fighting. This is another... This is, uh, comic books, cartoons, even goddamn video games. What the women wear in these things is impossible to fight in. It's not productive to fight in. You're, most of the costumes, you're, most of your skin is showing, which is bad for battle. Ooh, can I just say, though, when Electra's like, lying on top of the little girl crying, her back, the muscles and everything, it was just like, oh, my God. Oh. How? How do you even have a back like that? <laughs> you don't eat for a couple of weeks. No, that's the thing. She doesn't look – and she looks just so toned. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's muscles in her back I didn't even know existed. Oh. I was like, oh, my God, but think, without it being gross. I think it's because I've been looking at, like – um, anatomical bodies for a long time for school. Hmm. I think that's part of the reason why I'm seeing like she probably just didn't eat or anything like that because oh. that's all I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it emaciated? Yeah. yeah. No, she's just like super ripped. Mm. All right. Money makes world go round. Want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we could feel, so we can get a feel financially how this film held up to its peers. Ooh, the game's not over yet. The game's not over yet. The budget is forty-three million dollars. What was the total worldwide gross? Forty-three. Oh wow. Fifty. Oh, I would go lower. Because like, really like Jennifer Garner, fifty. I, 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 because Daredevil came out first. Yes, it did. It didn't do well. Okay. Surprisingly enough, they still made the electric movie. I don't know why. Because uh, of Jennifer Garner. Okay. okay. Yeah, she was contractually obligated. Yeah, and she hated it. And yes. have you seen her face? And her. Yeah, but I could watch the I movie. would go to see just her. 
Okay. If I went to movies and theaters, I, I yeah, that's that's great. But I would if I were to do that, I would just you know either like a stalk her or watch an older movie of hers just so I could see her face. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to go see this one again. Mm-hmm. But you need to support the people that you love in Hollywood, and I like too. Mm, I go for like twenty five. All right, just a little perspective. Uh, Daredevil budget was seventy eight million. It made one hundred two million. Or actually, one hundred eighty worldwide. Uh, Electra. In the U.S., it grossed twenty-four point four million. <laughs> Foreign box office grossed thirty-two point three oh. million, bringing the total wide world total worldwide gross to fifty-six point seven million dollars. Wow. I finally won one. Well done, Annie. <laughs> what did you choose? Oh, I don't play that one. Well, okay. Because yeah. because by, by the time I find out what the budget is, the answer is already right there next to it. So oh. it, it would be unfair for me to play this one. This film debuted in fifth place on the weekend of January fourteenth, two thousand five, with twelve point eight million dollars. Okay. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 57th highest grossing film in the category. I'll take a guess. Martial arts. No. Um, Comic books. Dead people coming back to do kill people. <laughs> Action heroin. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. Number one. Kill Bill. No. You want to take a guess, Master? That's a surprise, actually. Not Kill Bill? No. Mm. Hey, uh, heroin? What's heroin? Female hero. Update? Yeah. Wonder Woman. No. Mulan. Wonder Woman, I think, was number five. I thought this was number, or number seven. No, this was 57th. Oh, 57th. 57th. Oh. Way down there. Okay. Number one is Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Where? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's what I about her. Yeah. Number two is also a Star Wars. Three is also a Star Wars. Number four is a Hunger Games. Oh, wait, yeah. Academus and Rank. Two and it. three. How are those female leads? Uh, the Last Jedi. Because... Uh, it's it's not the first two, one, two, and three. It's the the, the remake, the, the more recent one. Yeah, so it's oh. basically seven, eight, nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. And then it goes to uh, Hunger Games, the Hunger Games, and then, uh, and then Wonder Woman is after that later. Mm. Yeah. All uh, right. <clears throat> I guess that makes sense. It does. This was the hundred and third appealed to. Younger. This was the 103rd highest grossing film of 2005. Number one that year was Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. That's 2005's Electra, directed by Rob Bowman. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie, we'll watch that movie before anything else. Next week, there's a movie coming out with yeah? Jordan Peele. It's called Us. Oh, that's a creepy movie. It looks terrifying. Yes. So in response to that, we're doing Keanu. What? <laughs> Why? Also Jordan Peele. Uh. This is Jordan Peele in front of the camera instead of behind the camera. Jordan Peele was the one that did Get Out. This is his second horror movie that he's making I think we'd probably do Get Out then if that'd be the case uh, no we gotta do bad movies Get Out was pretty good but what it's a comedy what was the first movie you referred to Us we saw a trailer of it and we went to go see uh, Happy Death Day to You that's not the one where they replicate the family is yes, it uh uh a- nope yeah second no. family man yeah that was Electra. thanks for hanging out and uh, we'll see you next time oh, until then I'm Adam I'm Maestro I'm Maestro